Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we're going to talk about a teachable moment when it comes to travel advisories and uh, how we're getting everybody out from over there and some, uh, some points that are being made that may not be the best points. Okay, let's start with the teachable moment. The United States State Department has these things called travel advisories. Most people ignore them. They don't really pay attention to them. There are four levels and then a fifth unofficial level. Level one is, hey, everything's cool. Level two is use caution. Level three is reconsider your trip. Level four is get out. Okay? Now, the fifth unofficial level, that's get out now no matter what. Okay. So, on April 27th, of this year, the embassy there, they said, uh, basically told their employees, if you don't have to be here, don't be. Work remotely. If you're ever in a country and you hear that, it's time to leave. June 28th, they kind of put it out there a little bit more broadly. Right? And they're like, get out. August 7th, they issued a very blunt get out notice. And there was a a key thing in this. If you're ever in a country and the embassy there starts openly talking about repatriation loans, you need to leave right then, that minute, that second. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 unless you're getting it from the embassy. A repatriation loan is where the embassy will buy your ticket for you to get you out. That occurred on August 7th. There are, uh, last number I saw was about 10,000 Americans still in Afghanistan. I'm going to uh, guess that the majority of them didn't need to be there. Some certainly did. Some certainly did. They were essential. They had to be there. But I'm going to say the majority of them didn't. And I would also point out that that number, 10,000, the official number, whatever it is right now, that the U.S. government is using is low because not everybody checks in. The embassy doesn't know everybody who's there. Um, Now, today, I guess they use travel records a lot more than they used to, so the number's a little bit more accurate, but there are certainly people that are uh, not included in that. Okay, so that's something to learn from this. It's not going to help those people who are there right now. But this is a good time to talk about it. These travel advisories are uh, pretty useful. If you travel overseas or you know people who travel overseas, pay attention to these things. And you can go to the State Department website and go to their travel advisories and click on it. And they'll even tell you why. Right now, there's a bunch of them that are level four because of the public health stuff. But you can click on uh, some countries and they'll say, you know, civil unrest. So... Just remember to pay attention to those in the future because once the, the U.S. effort is done, there will still be stragglers. There will still be people there. And nothing will uh, let you know how bad off you are as uh, the appearance of those people who are coming to get you at that point. Because if those are your saviors, you're in a world of trouble. Okay. So right now... It appears that the United States is uh, cooperating 
with the opposition there in an effort to get people out. And there's a whole bunch of people who are taking issue with this. We're negotiating with the opposition. We don't negotiate with the T word. Yeah, okay. Tell me you don't know anything about how this stuff happens without telling me you don't know anything about how this stuff happens. Newsflash. At the end of every war, we negotiate with the opposition. Every single one. That happens. That's a thing. Acting as if you're surprised, that doesn't lend a whole lot to your credibility. Now, as far as them being the T-word, that's the purview of the non-state actor. They are now the de facto government. The presumptive president is, uh, y'all know him as the guy that Trump let out. Okay? He's, he's known as being pretty thoughtful. Um, he's not new to this. He, he has been around a long time. There is nothing to gain. There is nothing to gain on their side from interfering with this. There's not. People are leaning into the idea that they're going to do this horrible thing to all of these people. That's really unlikely, and it's a byproduct of wartime propaganda. They are not ignorant Hill people. They're pretty smart. They probably remember what happened the last time a whole bunch of Americans got hurt. I don't think there's anybody uh, anywhere in the world that knows that as well as the people of Afghanistan. If they did something, like a lot of people are suggesting, and, and hurt those that were still there, that whole idea of bombing till the rubble bounces, that becomes a whole lot more likely. And they know that. They have nothing to gain by doing that. Nothing. Um, they, 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 he's the presumptive president. They won. Um, at the end of every war, we negotiate, we cooperate, we exchange prisoners, all of that stuff. This is all really normal. It, it's all very typical stuff. Okay. So is there a risk in doing this? That's the real question. There is. There is. It's not from the upper leadership. Um, you know, you may have some people that are a little further down the chain that, yeah, I mean, that, that it's a risk. I don't think it's a big one. They don't have anything to gain by doing that and a whole lot to lose. So I, I think that that fear is very overstated. I don't, I don't see it as a, uh, a huge possibility. It's a risk. It's something that needs to be monitored. But it's probably not going to happen. So that's where you're at. Now, as far as them being the de facto government, understand, I don't know, some countries probably already have, but they're going to be the recognized government pretty soon. This, uh, there's a lot of people in the United States who are on TV, who are politicians, who are still using wartime propaganda, who are still pushing this idea. Why? Because we could do it. We'd go back. They're going to let us win this time, sir? It's still there. It is still there. Um, and they, they want to manufacture that feeling. 
So the next time that this happens, the next time the U.S. establishment wants to intervene, there's that already underlying support. Well, we have to make up for that time, that time over there. Don't let that happen. Don't let that happen. If you want the surest way to avoid something like this happening again is to not engage in these types of military interventions. So that's where you're at. Please pay attention to travel advisories if you travel overseas. Um, Understand, yeah, we're going to be talking with the opposition there a lot. Yes, the thing about the guy who's about to become president there is most likely to become president um, being released by Trump. That's true. I mean, Trump didn't physically do it. He encouraged another government to, to let him out so he could participate in the negotiations. I would also point out that even though he would be the president, he's not really going to be the supreme leader. That's somebody else. Um, so that's it. Now, as far as something else that somebody brought up today that is worth noting, if you're a veteran and you have photos from your time over there and there are uh, images of Afghan nationals who you worked with, please remove them, blur their faces, tattoos, scars, name tapes, anything like that. Um, That could be really important to them. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.